Paz IM Radio with your co-hosts Robert Brining and Aaron Laxton. We go around the world and across the United States. Join in the conversation by calling in to 929-477-3572. That's 929-477-3572. This week, we have your HIV scoop with Josh Robbins and your positive message from Rise Up to HIV and Kevin Maloney. Your weekly dose of hope. Pause IM Radio. I hope you're ready for season two because it starts now. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Pause Iron Radio. It is July 9th. We have an amazing guest lined up, a great show. I'm so excited to speak to my friend Jamar Rogers. Um, you all know Jamar, uh, his uh, time on The Voice. Uh, he hit um, you know, nationwide his name. Everyone knew who he was when he disclosed to his HIV, his HIV status on national television. He was the first person to do it in primetime TV. It was a big deal. And um, it happened so fast. Uh, he actually came on, I believe it wasn't that long after his um, episode aired and, and shared what it was like to disclose on national television and to be on, you know, that reality show, The Voice, and, to, and, and just to be featured like that, it was, it was amazing. And then after he was eliminated from the show, he came back on and did a recap um, about what it was like for his time, his entire time on the show and what he planned to do afterwards. And of course, after that has happened, he blew up. Um, he was on the Ellen show on uh, Saturday Night Live, the Tonight Show. He was featured in so many magazines, Paz Magazine, I believe, HIV Plus. He was everywhere I've seen Jamar. And now, this week, I believe, the end of this week, he has his debut album coming out, Lazarus, and he's joining us today to tell us all about it. It's been in the works for a few years. Um, uh, he was on the show five years ago, so I would say it's probably something he's been working on the whole time. And I'm just excited for him to get his music out there and for him to ex- express himself um, in the way that he chooses. Uh, some of you may remember Jamar from this little uh, sample. Let me play some of this from when he was on The Boys. I'm gonna fight them off. A seven nation army couldn't hold me back. They're gonna rip it off. So you all kind of remember him when he was on The Voice and he made the big splash, the voice he had. You know, CeeLo turned around and it was this this amazing reaction from everyone. And I remember it breaking out on social media and, and all my activist friends and, and uh, people living with HIV. It brought the conversation to the table again. It brought it to the households where people were afraid to talk about it. And Jamar being so open and, and candid about his story and his status and, and how he got from A to B and how he's continuing to grow and evolve. And it, it just allowed the conversation to flow. It, I hope families and parents took the opportunity when that happened to talk about HIV to their, their child in, in, in a way that their child could maybe understand. Um, it was a great platform for the conversation to begin, and I applaud Jamar for doing it. I think it's amazing. And one of the things I do remember um, from the whole time that he was on The Voice, and even when I met him at the International AIDS Conference, because that was an amazing thing. He's actually like one of my favorite people that I have met 
who is an activist who is out there. He's so down to earth. And his mom is amazing as well. Um, Mama D, she's been on the show. She talked about what it was like from her aspect as a mother to, you know, have her son be HIV positive and, and then appear on The Voice and to sit there and see it. And it was amazing. Um, and, and meeting the both of them, like I said, at that conference in D.C. was it was a big thing for me. It happened so fast. It was like a matter of six months. It was, he was on TV. He was on my show. And then we were, you know, sitting there listening to him sing live at the red coat party. So it was, it was amazing. And, and his music is just so uplifting. And he he's had a few singles come out um, over the past few years. Uh, one of them that came out was high. Um, but my favorite actually is Drink of You, um, and it's a great video. If you go on YouTube, you can look it up. Um, it's called Drink of You. Uh, the video is amazing. His voice is, is spot on, and, and I, I think that it really showcases his talent because he has major, major talent, and I can't wait for him. I'm sure he can either for this album to drop this week and for him to start making some waves in, in, in the music industry and, and hitting the charts because uh, I'm excited for him, so will be joining us shortly in a few minutes. I do want to uh, go ahead and play one of uh, this week's uh, positive messages from uh, Rise Up to HIV and Kevin Maloney. So let's go ahead over to that now. Hello, everyone. My name is Alicia. Some call me Lovely or Healed Lee. In 2001, I was diagnosed HIV positive. And you know, I had an option. Allow that diagnosis to overtake my life or I overtake HIV. And that is exactly what I did. I took a stand. I took a stand to know that I am healed, that I am prosperous, that I am a beautiful and loving person, and I deserve to be loved. HIV does not define me. I define HIV. I'm happy, I'm inspirational, and I am vibrant. I love myself. And I encourage you that if you received any diagnosis, if you received any terrible news, take a stand, know who you are, and continue on your path to greatness. I encourage you to stay happy. And there you have it. That's a positive message from Rise Up to HIV and Kevin Maloney. So our guest of the hour, the man of the hour, is on hold. I see him there. Uh, Jamar, welcome to the show. How are you, my hey. friend? Hey, my man. I'm doing well. It's good to hear you. It is so good to hear you as well. I'm so excited. You have to be stoked that your album's coming out soon. Oh, man. It has been such a labor of love for like five years. So I am, it's a, it's a mix of emotions. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I feel accomplished. And uh, most importantly, I'm just ready to share it with everyone. So how would you explain some of the music on, um, on the album? Well, it's, it's definitely soul music because I can't get away from my soul roots. Uh, but there's right. uh, some Afro, there's some Afrobeat influences, um, and there's also some electronic influences. So right now I'm just calling it like uh, tribal soul. Yeah, it's funny because when I was listening to it, that's what I thought. I thought tribal gospel. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'm, I'm, you know I'm, what I mean? I like that. I'm hip to that. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah, that. like I was trying to merge gospel. it, but it. It was nice, yeah. You know, the cover, the artwork is amazing. So, so how much? Um, obviously, did you did you write the, the, all the songs on here, or how much did, were you involved in the writing process? I wrote every song on there. I actually wrote about uh, two hundred songs, trying to find my sound. Uh, I worked with like a plethora of producers, 
And then suddenly something just clicked as I began to write about my sexuality and as I began to write about my spiritual journey, it was like this sound just came together. And so I flew out to L.A., uh, I work with a, a producer by the name of Joe Morales, and we just knocked it out. I'm so pleased with what we did. But I, there's a deeper lesson in that. It's because I was trying to sound like this person. I was trying to write like that person. Um, the music wasn't authentic. But once I decided to, again, be honest with myself and be honest with everyone around me, then all of a sudden it kind of just took a life of its own. Yeah, you know, that's kind of one of the things I noticed when I was listening to it. It was like I didn't – there was no thought in my head the whole time where I was like, oh, he sounds like this person, or it kind of sounds like uh, that person. It was original. It was fresh. It was something that you, you never heard before. Like, you know what I mean? And, it, and I was like, this is, this is cool. Like, this is something that nobody's doing. So it was nice to kind of create your own you could, space. Thank you. That's the best thing you can say to me. That's the best compliment you can give me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So what what song on it is is your favorite? Oh boy, I have a few favorites, but I I think that a song that I I just I really respond to is a song called He Said She Said. And um like I said I decided to explore themes of my sexuality with this album and I I am a gay man that's currently in a relationship with a woman. Um and it's been a few years now and and before we get into all of that, you know, that was a big process. That was a huge journey because I'm not used to dating women. And, um, but I found someone that loves me for me, and I, and I love her for her, regardless of gender, regardless of HIV status, regardless of where we've come from. It's just two human beings connecting. And that's kind of what the song is about. It's about looking past all of that and just loving the person, loving the fact that this is a spirit that's having a human experience right now and i can take away from the fact i can take away your political beliefs from that i i don't care about your race like i said gender none of that <laughs> matters when you find someone that you connect with that just completely gets you so that song he said she said is just talking about that and i love it i love the beat i love everything about it to be honest <laughs> no that's awesome no that's awesome that you're so open and honest i think that's why people fell in love with you in the first place on the show because you were so so ready to just open up and, and, and kind of pour out all your love. I mean, you received so much love, I remember, afterwards. Um, yes. what, was, what was that like for you? Um, honestly, well, I actually went through a really dark time right after The Voice. Um, I realized that though I had been honest with, my, you know, with everyone about my HIV status, there were still a lot of things I wasn't being honest with myself about. And um, I began overeating. I gained a whole bunch of weight. I just didn't like myself. I didn't love myself. Even though I had done this great thing on this television show, I still didn't really like what I saw in the mirror, like looking back at me. And so for about a year, um, well, I got really, really ill, actually. I had a misdiagnosis of tuberculosis, and I was in this TV ward for 40 days. 40 days is a long time to be locked away somewhere. Um, but it was yeah. during those 40 days and this was in 20, uh, 2014. And during those 40 days, I had to really address some things within myself. I, myself. I needed to forgive the men that molested me. I needed to once and for all understand that where I am today is a result of everything I've ever imagined for myself, good, bad, or otherwise. And that I could no longer blame other people for my problems. I was too old to keep saying, oh, I keep 
doing this because of what happened to me, or I'm not, I'm not good at commitment because everyone's abandoned me. No, there had to be a time where I had to draw a line in the sand and say, from here going out, everything that happens to me is because I willed it. It's because I created it. So I needed to take a little bit of time off. I needed to take some time away from music, away from social media, to just kind of like regroup and gather myself. And then that's how I was able to write this album right after, right after that ordeal. So I would encourage anyone that's listening that like, sometimes you have to have some tough conversations with yourself. Um, but it's important that you do it from a place of love. It's not basically looking in the mirror and pointing out everything that you hate about yourself. It's basically saying, I love myself, but there are some things that I could change. There are some reactions that I could change. And the world is not out to get you. Even if it seems like everyone has been out to get you in the past, the world is not out to get you. Yeah, it's always easier to point out the things we hate about ourselves than to point out the things we love. Exactly, exactly. So I started listening to this amazing huh. woman named Louise Hay, and she was mm-hmm. basically just teaching. She is basically teaching how to fall in love with yourself. And so I started doing this exercise where I would look at myself in the mirror every day for five to ten minutes, and I would just say, I love you. I love you as you are. I love you without you changing anything. I love you. You're perfect the way you are. And then through understanding that I was addressing myself in love, I was then able to tackle the things that maybe I didn't too much like about myself, um, my commitment issues and some of the fears that I still had. And so I bet it always starts with a place of love. If we're constantly beating ourselves up or berating ourselves, well, then that's going to make you feel like crap all the time. That's true. And sometimes, you know, you need that time for yourself. It's important to step back and sometimes focus on ourselves. I did it for a few years, you know, and then we came back over the last year with the show. It's just, you need to regroup. Yes. Yes. And you can't listen to what anybody, because everybody has an opinion. Like they were like, oh, that's so foolish of you to take time off. You have all of these eyeballs on you. Well, what's the point of having eyeballs on me if I don't have my shit together? <laughs> like, I, yeah. need to go, I, need to, I need to get in touch with myself. Um, and I need to plan my next move. You know, like, I'm not going to be the guy from The Voice forever. There's a million other things that I like to do with my life. So what does that look like? I now know the importance of sitting, closing my eyes, breathing, and imagining the kind of life that I want to have. I hear you. So um, one of the things I wanted to ask about was your experience at the International AIDS Conference, because that was where we met. Um, and, yes. you know, and I think, was that, was, awesome. was that like your first big HIV conference? Like how, how was that for you? Cause you were like, you know, that was fresh. <laughs> Off that the voice. Was fr- it was amazing. I mean, you, the most amazing part of it was being in a room where there were probably more positive people than negative people. I had never been in a situation like that. Um, and the camaraderie that was there, the, the love and the acceptance that was there. And not to mention just like, you know, the politicians. It was a very brand new experience for me, uh, but I did love it. And, you know, I was going to go to the one in Melbourne, uh, but had to cancel because of this, that TB ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have I seen you in Australia as well, but I, I didn't get to go. Oh, I wasn't in Australia. That's for sure. <laughs> you didn't go. <laughs> you didn't make it that no, way. No, 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 no. <laughs> no pockets aren't that deep. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so, like, so listen, tell me. Tell. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to. No, no, I was like, going to ask you where. where some... <laughs> we have like a slight delay. I'm going to let you speak. Go ahead. You got to do. Okay, I was going to say is that um. You know, after all that happened, you you were on Ellen, you were on The Tonight Show. What was it like to go on that, like, 
circuit of, you know, news media and, and TV shows and making all these appearances. What was that like? I mean, it was, was it exhilarating. It was, it, was, it was exhilarating and exhausting, yes. But I loved every second of it. You know what I'm saying? But it's, when you're doing stuff like that, you have to constantly check your ego because it's very, very easy to start to believe the hype. What, and let me explain what I mean by that. Like, I know I'm a great person. I love me. I'm in a great place. But when you have people kissing your ass every five minutes, you start to think that you're entitled to that ass kissing. And I didn't yeah. like how I, I didn't like how I was starting to walk around with this air of entitlement. And that's another reason I kind of took a step back because I said, Jamar, like, you're great and all, but, like, <laughs> you ain't God. You know what I'm saying? Like, calm down. Um, and so right. I was like, you know, with, with we are a society that's obsessed with being famous. We are a society that's obsessed with likes and followers. And so it's important to me that the message doesn't get muddled down with trying to people please and trying to have people constantly stroke my ego. So, yes, it was a really great time, and I know that I'll be on Ellen again. I know that I'll have these opportunities again. I already have some things in the work. But I think that I'm in a different headspace now where I understand that fame is not the end all. <laughs> fame shouldn't be the ultimate mm. goal that we're trying to attain here. It should be like, are my HIV brothers and sisters validated? Do they know uh, or do they feel like they're being represented well by me? Do, are they achieving their dreams because of something that I've said? If I can focus on the mission and what it is I feel that I was born to do, then it doesn't matter if I have one follower or a million. That's true. That's true. That is so true. So one of the songs I talked about that I loved actually isn't on this album, but you released it in a video, Drink of You. Tell me about that song. Yes, yes. I find Absolutely. it amazing. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. It was, I would say that that was like the beginning of my spiritual journey. I was, um, I had been raised in Christianity my entire life, um, and I was ready to explore. I was ready to find more, and I'm not knocking Christianity for any, you know, in any way. I just felt like there was something more out there for me. And so Drink of You is kind of like, it can be, yeah, it can be perceived as a love song, like as a desperation for someone, but mine was more like a desperation for answers. I, I'm, I'm like, it was almost like I need a drink of life to help me sustain, to help me keep going. I'm a seeker. I like, I love to go sit in on various philosophical discussions, re discussions, religious discussions. And so Drink of You was the beginning of that journey. And then the album that I'm releasing is kind of like me talking about that journey a little bit more. Cool. I just, I love that one. I think your vocals in that song is that's my favorite. That one, and I loved High. I loved High, too. I thought High was a great Thank song you. You as know, well. People, people still, like, message <laughs> me about that song, High. And, and, I, and that makes me feel great, because I wrote that song when I was in a really, really dark place. So the fact that it has, like, lifted other people's spirits is always so fascinating to me. Yeah, I think it's amazing. So um, one of the things I... I wanted to ask you about was in, in 2012 when we spoke to you after you were eliminated from the show, me and Jack, you talked about how your immediately move was to move to L.A. You're not in L.A. anymore, yeah. are you? I sure am not. I've <laughs> oh, you been are? for two years. No, no yes. I'm not. I'm not. I, 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 moved, okay. I moved to L.A. for two years, and it was two years too long, and I was ready to come back to New York. I think that L.A., for me personally, <laughs> is a beautiful place to visit. Um, but I don't, I don't too much care for living there. I don't want to drive all the time. The traffic was really shitty. Um, but not to mention, I feel like in LA, 
there's a real big sense of inauthenticity. Um, you know, everyone is in the industry. And so I just, I, I, I felt like I didn't really know what people's motives or intentions were. And I don't like that. On the East Coast, you know how somebody feels about you within the first 30 seconds you meet them. And I like that. I appreciate Like, if you don't fuck with me, then don't. Don't pretend like you're going to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I really, I feel like I'm a New Yorker through and through. I enjoy, I, I just love the energy here. But I do like, I did record my album in L.A. So I do like going back and forth. I just like to come home to the hustle and bustle of the city. Yeah, I'm a city guy too. I I hear you on that. So what what, where um, are you, what is the where first are you song again, that we're going to be hearing? I'm in I'm in Philly. Oh yeah, you're right there. Why haven't you come to hang out with me? I don't understand this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get out much. I work a lot. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you need to like I don't know a weekend this fall. Just don't come in the summer. Yeah, cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah, the summer. I'm sure you're busy. <laughs> um, and you were asking about uh, songs. Um, yeah, what what is the first songs that you have um, released? What are the first singles that you have coming off? Because I know you okay, gave me a few so to play. There's, there's, there's two singles that have been released off of the project. The first one is called Arrows. And, you know, it's just like in the same vein of, I say, I say a lot in this song, I swear to God, we're going to be all right. And it's just basically saying that, you know, people are going to constantly throw arrows at you. They might be talking crap about you, or maybe you're having financial problems. Maybe, maybe your T cells are low. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, maybe there was a dip in your numbers and you don't feel like getting out of bed that day. I wrote this song to remind people that on your worst day, I swear it's going to be all right in the end. You're just having like a blip at the moment. You're just going through a little rough patch, but this rough patch is not your reality forever. And so Arrows is one of my favorite songs on the album, just because it has this beat and it has this energy that just like instantly lifts you up. And then the other single that we just released a few weeks ago is called let me treat you. And I wanted to, I, it, let me treat you is basically my commentary on love and how society views love right now and how love is not ownership. Love does not say just because we're in a relationship, I can dictate what you do, um, that I can dictate who you talk to that I can even dictate who you're attracted to because that's not love. To me, love says I choose to come home to you every night, not out of obligation, not out of a relationship status, not out of a ring that I'm wearing. I choose to lay in this bed next to you daily. And so let me treat you is, uh, I, I basically say let me treat you like a queen, but also let me treat you like a king. You know, um, so it's very, mm -hmm. it's very fluid in, in that sense. But it's also saying that, like, what's wrong with treating another guy like a queen or what's wrong with treating a lady like a king? Um, so it's just my commentary on where I would like to see uh, perceptions change on on love. And I think you'll like that one. I too, think it's incredible. It is, it's pretty. It's pretty soulful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So I, I, I didn't want to just write about some. I don't know. I don't want to write about getting turned up at the club and whatnot, because that's not where I am in my life right now. Where I am in my life right now is I'm constantly speaking, and I'm, I'm about that connection. I want to connect with strangers. I want to connect with old lovers, old friends. And I think that what is what makes the relationship that I'm in right now so beautiful. Uh, some people might call it an open relationship, and if you're saying open in the sense that we tell each other everything, then, yeah, we are in that. Um, but I think that that's 
where relationships should be right now. There should be no secrets. If I am uh, attracted to a guy, I can, I should be able to turn to my girlfriend and say, oh, my God, that guy is so cute, without her feeling like it's, uh, it's a commentary on her femininity or her womanhood. So I address all of that in right. the album, just just our journey as, as, as a couple. We, we did get a lot of hate in the beginning. A lot of people accused me of being ex-gay and, and all of that. And I said, oh, no, I'm a gay man till the day I die. Trust me. But I, but I found someone that loves me, and I love her. And there should be a simple – if love is truly love, then there's, this should be a no-brainer. That is true. So listen, I know you got to go. I got two quick questions for you. One, how's your mom doing? Yes. Oh, my mom is amazing. <laughs> oh, I miss her. I miss her. <laughs> she now now she's in California and she's doing really really well out there and um, she's offering counseling and her clientele is picking up and um, mom if you're listening you need to call me I haven't talked to her in a few days so <laughs> she's been doing well though. Good, <laughs> good. Send some love to her for us and then also where did the the, the title of the, of, of the album come from? Well, because I, like I said, I was raised in church. And so um, there is a, there's a biblical story of a man named Lazarus uh, who died and Jesus came and raised him from the dead. I was always concerned, like, but then that's the Bible stops mentioning Lazarus after that. And I was always like curious, like what kind of life did he have after being dead for three days? And what did he go right. to, uh, like, what did he go on to accomplish? Did he have a family? Did, you know, so I imagined myself as Lazarus and my own death for me was, uh, was, I'm not, it wasn't my HIV diagnosis because I didn't feel like I died in that moment. It was actually coming to life in that moment. For me, death was dying to my old way of looking at life. And now that I'm back and I've been resurrected with this brand new, like, dose of life, what am I going to do with it now? And so that's, yeah, Lazarus. There you have it. Well, Jamar, thank you for hanging out with me for a little bit. I know you have some stuff to do. I am so excited right, for your you album so to be dropping. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll send you, uh, I'll send you some video and, clips from the album release. That's what I'm going to prepare for. So thank you. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, when can uh, people actually purchase the album? I know you can pre-order it right on iTunes. Right, and the album will be available worldwide uh, on Friday. It's coming Friday, July 14th. There you go. So you have it here, Jamar. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to thank you, Juan, for being an amazing voice singing, but also for being the voice of us living with HIV. I feel like you carry that badge of honor so proudly in the way that you do it. I just respect you so much, and I just want to say thank you for, for talking with me. Ah, My brother, I love you. Thank you so much for having me on. Love you too, man. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, and here is uh, the single that Damar was talking about, Arrows, from his upcoming album that will be released this Friday, Lazarus. Feels like a thousand arrows shot me in my chest. It makes me want to let go. Just when we were so careful, we touched the face of death. It makes us all so fearful. But I swear to God we're gonna be alright. I swear to God we're gonna be just fine. I swear to God we're gonna be alright. I swear to God we're gonna be just fine. Can never stop us. Our warrior knows the promise. Death is worth the fight for free. 
nobody perfect. I put my all into you because you're worth it. Been shot by arrows one time. Been shot by arrows three, four times. The things I give, the breath I live. I thank God for the life I live. I'm still standing. Whoever knew that arrows would do damage. No matter how bad it gets, baby, we still family. Good energy in front of me. So I guess we connect like a centipede. Lord knows when it all falls down, baby, uh-oh. I'm a warrior. I will not fall. I'm a warrior. I will not fall. And there you have it. That's Arrows from Tamar Rogers on his upcoming album released this week, Lazarus. The next song we'll be playing is Let Me Treat You. And again, uh, this is uh, off of his uh, new album, Lazarus. Uh, Let Me Treat You. Like a king, like a king, let me treat you like a king. Vibrant. 
like a queen. And there you have it, uh, Let Me Treat You by Jamar Rogers. Again, his album is released uh, this week, Lazarus, coming out Friday. Check it out. Get it on iTunes. Pre-order it. Go to his website, uh, jamarrogers.com. Follow him on all social media. Um, it is definitely something you don't want to miss. And again, coming up uh, this July 21st to the 23rd, there is uh, a Paz Brotherhood Retreat going on up in the Poconos. If you want information on that, go to podsretreats.com or Brotherhood Retreats. Dot com. Uh, there are still a few spaces, and if uh, financial hardships, there are scholarships available as well. Tell them I sent you over here, Robert, um, at Pause I Am Radio. Uh, they'll take care of you. Um, so check that out again, pauseretreats.com. Um, for more information on Jamar, again, go to jamarrogers.com. We're so excited that he was able to join us today. Let's go ahead over to this week's uh, HIV Scoop with Josh Robbins. This is your HIV Scoop with Josh Robbins, exclusive for Paws I Am Radio. Buzzworthy HIV news in under 90 seconds. Here's Josh Robbins in this week's HIV Scoop. The leaders of the Congressional HIV AIDS Caucus are demanding answers from the White House after six members resigned recently from the Presidential Advisory Council on HIV and AIDS. Hello, I'm Josh Robbins, and this is the HIV Scoop. Representative Barbara Lee, a Democrat from California, and others delivered a letter to President Trump. It calls for the White House to chill out on the proposed budget cuts to HIV and AIDS programs to revitalize the currently blank website that it has for the national AIDS policy and to hire a director for the national AIDS policy. All of this happened after six council members jointly resigned very publicly. These members slammed Trump for not caring about the issue of HIV and AIDS in a public letter of resignation. And the whole story is available on imstilljosh.com. Also, are you going to USCA this year? It is happening September 7th through the 10th at the Marriott Marquise in Washington, D.C. It's going to be a fun event, and speaker Nancy Pelosi is going to address the 2017 USCA delegation. So that's breaking news. You can find out more information at 2017USCA.org. I'm Josh Robbins. This was your HIV Scoop. And there you have it. Thank you, Josh Robbins, for that scoop. Uh, next week, um, you can find more information on Josh 
uh, Robbins by going to I'mStillJosh.com. Get all the past scoops there and all the information on this week's scoop in more detail. Thank you, Josh Robbins. So, again, um, today was a great show. I was ecstatic to speak with uh, Jamar Rogers. Again, remember, his album is dropping this week. So go ahead and check it out, Lazarus, it's called. I'm excited to um, to connect with him and, and to have him come on and share, you know, his journey with us because it's been an inspiring one. And he uh, continues to amaze me the more and more that I uh, speak with him. So until then, uh, we hope you all have a great week. And for myself, Robert Brining, thank you all for tuning in. And we'll see you next week when I am speaking with Hank Trout, one of the editors of ANU Magazine. Thank you. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for Paz IM. You can listen to us each and every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we bring you your weekly dose of hope. Join in the conversation on social media, Paz IM Radio and at Aaron Laxton. And while you're on there, check out I'm Still Josh as he brings the HIV scoop of the week. Also, if you've not checked out the positive message campaign from Rise Up to HIV, be sure to do so. For all of you who contribute and make this show possible, thank you so very much. If you think you have a story that needs to be covered or you would like to come on air and talk to Robert and myself, please let us know. We want to bring content that you need and that you want. Be sure to download this episode on iTunes and past episodes. We'd love to hear your feedback. From all of us over here at Paz IM Radio, from Robert Brining and myself, have a safe and healthy week. And until we speak again, stay positive. <laughs>